0: okay ready to roll uh had a good first two days uh friday and saturday a lot of good things uh a lot of positives but uh no pads so always take that with a grain of salt we get to put the pads on today and uh really for the rest of the week looking forward to a big scrimmage on saturday which will be the first uh live work uh, extensive live work that uh many of our guys have had for a year i guess you could say but or almost a year and so we're excited to uh, start to find out, you know, who we really have. And you don't do that until you get the pads on. So today will be the first opportunity to start making some, some evaluations. And so we're, we're looking forward to that. Uh, and Like I said, the first two days were very positive. And uh, we just got to keep rolling. We play in, what, 26 days. So we're, the, the clock is ticking and we got to be ready. So questions?
1: First up will be Trevor Allen from KSL.com, followed by John Coon with AP. Hey, Kyle. I know that uh, throughout, you know, not, not having pads on it, it's really hard to evaluate, as you said. But how, how's the uh, defensive secondary look so far, at least throughout the first two, two practices and change?
0: Very good as far as the vulnerability. Uh, we've got a lot of freshmen, sophomores that uh, showing a lot of good things. And, uh, you know, speed and quickness is obviously uh, absolute necessity back then. We seem to have an abundance of that. So these new guys that we just brought into this past recruiting class and the freshman class from last year are really going to be uh, comprising the, the majority of that secondary. And so, so far, so good. But uh, as you mentioned, we'll, we'll get a better evaluation today.
1: Next up is John Coon, followed by Josh Newman with the Salt Lake Tribune. Kyle, uh, just looking at, at the quarterbacks um, through the first couple of days, how would you assess how well they've absorbed the playbook and and how well they're kind of executing the the offense to this point?
0: As far as their knowledge of the playbook and their grasp of the scheme, it's outstanding. They're all three exceptionally smart individuals. Uh, Cam Rising and, and Jake and Drew are all – cerebral. They're, they're steady years of film. They're, they're in there constantly. And so that is not an issue whatsoever, uh, the mental part of it. It's all boiling down now to execution. We got off to a good start with that, with all three of them. All three of them had some good moments on Friday and Saturday. Uh, and so it's, it's going to be a tough decision. I can tell you that. There's there's a, there's a, a lot of positive things going on. And so the separation right now is, is uh very small. And we'll see what happens as uh, we progress through fall camp. But uh, all three are off to a good start.
1: Next up is Josh Newman, followed by Josh Furlong with KSL.com. Hey, good morning, Kyle. Morning. Um, you, you had said that you wanted to get from three quarterbacks to two within a week or so. Are you looking to get that done three to two after the first scrimmage?
0: That would be the plan. Yeah, I don't think you're going to see, I don't think we're going to see enough separation uh, in the first four days, five days. I could be wrong, but, but really our mindset is uh, give everybody opportunity, equal opportunity through the first scrimmage, then narrow it down to two. And uh, as we've talked about several times uh, to this point, we've got to get it to one within uh, a short period of time after that and, and let that starter, whoever ends up being the starter, have the opportunity to get the, the vast majority of the reps and working with one offense consistently.
1: And just to follow that up real quick, um, since, since a lot of these PAC 12 camps have started, you know, Friday and Saturday, we've seen another small number of players across the conference opt out for COVID reasons. Are you able to confirm that nobody in your program has has opted out?
0: Yeah, we can confirm that to, to this point. So, you know, as of this moment in time, there's, Everybody's with us uh, as far as the, the opt-out or opt-in situation. And uh, we've been fortunate, as I've said many times, with very few positives in our program. And so we hope to continue that.
1: Next up is Josh Verlong with KSL.com. And Kyle, obviously there's, there's going to be little differences, but what, what do you see as kind of the, the biggest differences between whomever is chosen at quarterback and how your offense will run?
0: Well, there is uh, a little bit of skill set difference among the three. I would say that Drew and Jake are the most similar, and Cam is uh, the guy that has more ability to uh, do things in the QB run game. And so Jake and Drew are more pocket guys and more pro-style quarterbacks, where Cam is more of a, a dual threat. And so that would be the biggest difference right there is is uh, Cam is definitely the guy that uh has more uh, ability for the QB the run game, and so uh, we'll just see what happens. And, and we're gonna, we're not uh gonna you know, force a guy that that is a pocket guy to be a runner, or vice versa. We're gonna go ahead and tailor the offense to whoever runs uh, wins the uh, wins the job, and, and that's one of Andy's strengths. I've said many times, is he does a great job of getting the most out of uh, each of the players in the scheme and, and putting them in situations to succeed and maximize their, uh, their skill set.
1: Next up is Mike Sorensen with the Deseret News, followed by Trevor Allen with KSL.com. Hey, Coach, uh, how much uh, weight have you lost during the pandemic? you look like uh, a different guy. Thanks for noticing.
0: Yeah. Um, let me think about that for a second. Since March, when all this craziness started, it's been uh, 27 pounds. So i love for you? Still got about 10 to go. If I get down to 10, uh, 10 more uh, off the spring, then I'll be in, in good shape. So we'll see.
1: Hey, I'm just wondering, you've had some balanced offenses over the years, but generally you, you've been known as a running team. And most of, most years you run more than you pass. I wonder if this is possible with your uh, skill set this year with uh, re- good receivers and quarterback and maybe a lack of experience at running back. If maybe you'll be more of a, a known as a passing team this year.
0: Well, certainly possible. We've uh, had really good running backs come through this program. We've had good receivers and quarterbacks as well. So that's not not to not to diminish uh, the QBs and receivers who have come through here. But but as of you know, as recently with Zach Moss, uh, you know we got, obviously fed him the ball quite a bit. But uh, we're going to do what we do best, and we're still trying to determine what we do best with this new crew. <laughs> I can tell you for certain that our offensive line is capable of either. They, they're going to be able to pass protect or run block, and so, so we feel really good about the front. And that's where great offenses start. If you're going to be a great offense, you've got to be really good up front. And we feel very uh, positive about the guys that we got up front. We got, Typically, we're, we're searching for you know, seven or eight guys that, uh, that can play. If we can get to seven or eight right now, we're, we feel like we've got a dozen guys that, that are uh, capable of playing in the Pac-12.
1: Next up is Trevor Allen, followed by Dirk Facer and Josh Newman. Kyle, uh, I know th- throughout the years you've always had that, that one uh, back who's always getting, you know, 30 carries or, or whatever. But uh, with, with the uh, depth you have at, at, at that position this year, if you're not able to have one guy emerge, would you feel okay having a more by by committee approach?
0: Absolutely, there's more than one way to get it done in the run game. And uh, you're right, we have a, a good battle going on there. That's one of the battles that has not been talked about as much. And everyone's focusing on the, the QB and the secondary, as as are we. But the running back position has really five guys that are that are in the mix there, and, and uh, they all add something to what we're doing and they all have a little bit different uh style of running but but uh, if we don't have one guy emerge as the guy then uh you can have a couple or even three guys as long as you're getting the production if you want to be a physical run team that's something that uh you know whether we're run heavy or pass heavy when we do run we want to be physical and be able to uh, impose your will on the opponents and that's something about there's something about that that is uh is just a is a big advantage when when you can run the ball effectively and and push the other team around a little bit, that's a psychological edge and that's uh, something we're always looking for.
1: Next up is Dirk Facer with the final question coming from Josh Newman.
0: Hey, skinny, what's up? <laughs> hey, thanks, Dirk. Same to you. <laughs> thanks, man. I was going to ask you, is there a crescendo or things building up for Wednesday? It's been a long time since you guys have had the pads on. Some of the guys have talked about the excitement of being able to, you know, Get the pads back on and start popping some people Wednesday. How do you temper that? Well, we're going to start popping today, and so we're not going to wait till Wednesday. Now we have the uppers on, we can do everything but tackle people to the ground, and so it's going to be very physical today and tomorrow. And you're right, we do get to put the full full gear on Wednesday, which will allow us to, to tackle and liven things up in certain situations. But but uh, today is going to be physical as well, and and uh, we're we're looking forward to because we haven't seen. A bunch of these guys ever in pads. We got so many new guys in the program that uh, it's going to be good to get a uh, an early barometer and gauge on on what they are physically, and, and uh, that's something that we've been looking forward to for gosh three months now.
1: Last
0: well, thing, Kyle, I was going to ask you about the quarterbacks. Uh, are you confident that I know they have to live with with whatever decisions are made? But do you feel like all three are on the same page and that they're supportive of one another and that? No matter what, your coaches decide that uh, you got three guys that will do whatever it takes to win football games? Well, we hope so. And early indications are that it's exactly that. They, they support each other. They're all in a healthy competition. There's healthy competitions, and there's there's competitions that uh, are a little bit negative at times, and, and that can happen. But with these guys, these three particular guys, and so far it's uh, been very positive. Now, that's not to say – that uh, if, you know, whoever doesn't end up being the number one guy, there's a possibility that uh, the other guys could, uh, you know, one or two of the other guys could decide that, that uh, you know, need to go a different direction. You can't predict that. But but uh, we're hopeful that all, all three stay with us and, and uh, continue to fight and compete because just because you name a starter out of the gate doesn't mean that's going to be the way it is the whole season if things don't go how you want them to. So... So hopefully they'll hang in there and and they continue to compete and support each other. Thanks, and uh, get over to Crown Burger, will you? Okay, got (laughs) you.
1: Final question is Josh Newman. Kyle, um, given that he's shown um, his versatility in the past, um, might Nick Ford kick back inside at some point, or do you kind of view him as staying at left tackle mostly?
0: That's a good question and one that we have not got an answer to at this point in time. Right now, he's working more so outside than inside. Uh, bottom line is we'll get the five best out there, just like we, we talk about every year. And whatever the best combination with those five guys is, is what we're going to do. And So uh, if another tackle emerges that's better than one of the inside guys, I can tell you Nick Ford's one of the best five. There's there's no doubt about that. And So with his versatility, that uh, allows us to, to move him in, in or out. There's – there's a few guys that have that same capability to play inside and outside, but he's he's right at the top of the list. And so uh, just really, it's not as much as what Nick's doing, it's what the other four guys are doing or who those other four guys are or will determine if Nick stays outside or if he moves inside. But, but wherever he is, he's going to be one of the best linemen in the Pac-12.